Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Satan hates God's word. He hates it, and he loves to delude it, distort it, and deny it. You see, truth brings change. Truth brings life, and Satan knows the Word of God is powerful. People will get saved because of the truth of the Word of God, not because of a pastor, because of the truth. It goes right to our heart. Remember that Satan is a liar, but God's Word is all truth. There are times when we may feel like our backs are against the wall with no way out. The thought of having to fight the giants of life in order to move forward can be intimidating. This is when the enemy comes alongside us to speak words of fear and doubt. Satan is always trying to discourage us from believing that we'll ever walk in triumph. He's a liar and the king of all lies. We can either stand and fight or run and hide. The choice is ours to make doesn't matter what the circumstances look like and what the devil says. The important thing is that Jesus is our victor. Now, here's Pastor Mark in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 10, with our continuing study entitled, Satan and the Power of Darkness. In our world. There's not a third kingdom. There's not a fourth kingdom. You said, Pastor Mark, what, what are you talking about? The kingdom of God, God rules it, and the kingdom of Satan, Satan rules it. Well, where does that put me? I, I don't serve Satan and I don't serve God. Where does that put you? You're already in the kingdom of Satan. You'll see in a moment, everybody's born in the kingdom. Oh, I was not born. You didn't have any choice. You didn't pick your parents. You were chosen. Every person is born in the kingdom of Satan. Now, as that happens, we begin to see these two kingdoms are at war. They're at war this morning. They're the war the day that Satan rebelled. It's still, it's an ongoing. It's, it's actually visible as we look at the news, and it's invisible. Everyone in our world, believers and unbelievers, experience much pain and suffering, disaster, and death because of this ongoing battle. Now, every kingdom has a goal. And I want you to think about this. Which kingdom would you choose? We'll start with the first one. The thief, Satan, comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. No more. Pastor Mark, I'll choose that kingdom. I, I want to absolutely have everything stolen from me. I want Satan to kill me. I want Satan to destroy me. I, I willingly choose that kingdom. I'll tell you right now. Can I, can I see some hands? You'd like to have that kingdom. Of course not. Well, what's the other goal? The other kingdom is the kingdom of God. Jesus said, I came that they might have life and have it to the full, overflowing. How many would choose that life this morning? 
Praise God. Now, why do some people not get that? Because Satan, you'll see in a moment, has blinded the eyes, the spiritual eyes, of unbelievers so that it, the gospel makes no sense. Pastor Mark, that's crazy. You, you can't just change kingdom by becoming a Christian and believing. Well, of course you can. Paul was assigned a task. Go into the world and pray with God's help to open blinded eyes that they can see the truth of the gospel. That's why pastors teach. So some of you have never, ever joined the kingdom of God. You do that by asking forgiveness of your sins and asking Jesus Christ to come and rule your life. But here's the two kingdoms. They're together. And you might say, well, I'm getting a little fearful now. Well, let me give you a couple things not to be fearful about. Here's the first thing to write. No fear this morning. Even though we're at war, no fear. Satan is not equal to God. Many people think because there's two kingdoms... We have Satan, they think, they think wrongly, who's equal to God. So Satan is fighting God. I don't know what the outcome's going to be. No, no, no. Satan is a created being. God created Satan. He's not equal to God. He is a created being. Now, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit have always been. God created the angels. Lucifer was one of those. So we know the nature of God, the character of God. He's all-knowing, he's all-powerful, and he's everywhere at the same time. All-knowing, he knows everything. He's all-powerful. That's why there's nobody greater than God. And third, he's everywhere at the same time. The Holy Spirit is here and here. Now, Satan has none of those three. He isn't all-powerful. He absolutely isn't all-knowing. Now, he knows a lot of stuff about you and me because we all kind of fall into the same kind of temptations. And he can't be everywhere at the same time. Satan can only be in one place at one time. A lot of people say, get out of here, Satan. And it's Satan. It's a demon you're talking to. That's why there's millions of demons because they're all over the world. They can only be in one place at one time. So as you begin to understand this, there should be no Fear. Second reason they have no fear, write it down this morning. God places limitations on Satan and his temptations. Anybody here at any of our campuses, you ever gave in to a sin, you were tempted and, and you did it. You, you gave in. Could I see your hand? Come on now, let's, let, we're in church, so I'll just wait for a moment till every hand goes up. <laughs> of course. We've all given in the temptation, all of us. Well, what does that mean? Well, I have a free will, but I didn't have to give in. And we'll see that as we move through the scripture. You see, Satan is more powerful than any human. You can't fight Satan. He's more powerful than you and me. But with God in me, I'm more powerful because of God's power than Satan. So understand, he does know human nature. His way of tempting us, which is the biggest thing he does, he just tempts us to sin. He's been doing this a long time. He's pretty good at it. But God will never allow Satan to tempt us with more than you can stand. One day in the book of Job, we're reminded that Satan came to God. He had to get God's permission to tempt Job in this area. No, you can't do that with Job. Over here. Okay. Okay, no problem. 
He won't, he won't give in to that. But you cannot do that. How many are glad that God limits what Satan could tempt us with this morning? Oh, man. We'd all be gone. We'd all be gone. We just fail constantly. So he is limited. and God is still in control. Now, the reason I don't have any fear is because I'm doing life with God. I'm not doing by myself. I always have God's power to help me to resist and defeat Satan's lies and temptation. Now, watch this, because this is very important for you. Once cast down to the earth, Lucifer becomes Satan. And Satan knew because of that, he's never going to defeat God. Should have known it before, but he was prideful. He's never going to defeat God. So what is he going to do? He's just going to give up. No, he's not going to give up. So since he can't defeat God, who does he have left to try to defeat? People. Raise your hand if you're a people. It started with Adam and Eve. So he's going to take his sights and he says, if I can feed God's creation, yeah, because all God has, the angels have already been divided into angels and demons. All he has is the human he has just created, Adam and Eve. So Turn in the other end of your Bible to the very beginning, Genesis. See, this church, we go from Genesis to Revelation. Isn't that great? Genesis chapter 2. Now, go down to verse 16. Watch what happens. This is amazing. Now, remember, as you get to Genesis, it's not hard to find. It's like the first book, okay? Now, remember, every one of us are related to Adam and Eve, These are the first two people. From them came all of us. Now watch what happens. And the Lord God commanded the man. Verse 16. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden. Now we don't know how many trees, fruit trees and so forth were there. The garden was perfect. It was called paradise. There was no sin. But Adam and Eve, look at me. Adam and Eve had a free will. Every created human, every created angel has a free will. So he says, you're free. I'm a generous God. Let's say there's a thousand fruit trees in the Garden of Eden. I have no idea how many. Would you call that a generous God this morning? That's a generous God. Have at it. But watch what he does in verse 17. But you must not eat from the tree, the one tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Well, I knew there's that God giving those thousands of commandments, making it miserable. Well, wait a minute. We have 999 good fruit trees, one's off limits. Get over it. One commandment. Now, why did he give the one commandment? He didn't make robots. You have a free will. He wants you to choose to love him. Jesus said it like this in the New Testament. If you love me. Keep my commandments. They had one commandment to keep. Just one. Just one. So he gives them this command, but he tells them, if you disobey, there's consequences. You will die. Now, go to chapter 3. You're right nearby. Watch what happens. Chapter 3. Now, the serpent, Satan, was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, so into the garden, Satan's already on the earth. He's the ruler of the earth. He appears beautiful, wise, 
crafty and he's speaking. And he says to the woman, I want you to listen to me. Don't, don't read the scripture, just look at me. Here's what Satan says. He's interacting with Eve. So just follow me. Satan says to Eve, I'll have you guys be Eve. Uh, I've recently been kicked out of heaven, Eve. And I'm here to deceive you. And I'm here to convince you to disobey this crazy God so that you will die. Is that what Satan said? Well, why didn't he say that? You're going to see in a moment because he's a great deceiver. If he would have said that, would have Eve said, let me have some fruit? Of course not. Understand he's not stupid. Temptation is tempting. You get it? Temptation is tempting. He knows exactly how to tempt us. Now watch what happens. How does it really work? He's our enemy. We don't need to fear him, but I, I have to know how he operates. At this point, Eve isn't sure what's happening. But she's been warned by God, just don't do this one. Just don't do this one. So what are, if he is my enemy this morning, if he's your enemy, I need to know his character, what he's like, so I can kind of know the way he does things in my life. And I'll go, whoa, 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 whoa. That's not God. That's Satan. So here is an amazing verse. Watch this. Here's the character of Satan. He, Satan, John eight forty four, was a murderer from the beginning. He has always, the reason this is highlighted in yellow, because this is the key. He has always hated the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it's consistent with his character. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Now, the most important thing in our life is truth. If, I, if I'm lied to and it's not true, it's a disaster. So I want you to see, if I know some of the names of Satan, I'll know how he is operating. So here we go. All of our campuses. Some of Satan's names reveal how he operates. What are some of his names? Liar, evil one, slanderer, adversary, tempter, murderer, accuser, lawless one, and your enemy. Now watch how he operates. That's his character. Watch how he operates. Satan uses his power to tempt, to manipulate, to deceive, and to blind spiritually. I'm going to teach how to recognize the thoughts that Satan puts into our mind. The thoughts. You ever have a thought go through your mind and you're a Christian, you go, where did that come from? <laughs> well, I'm glad it doesn't go on the screen. What was that? You say, Pastor Mark, you never have those. Ah, are you kidding me? Where did that come from? came from Satan, not God. By the way, the guy that just drove his car into the Ten Commandments, where was the battle? In the mind. See, what we believe, we become. If you think you're not worth anything, that's the way you live. And that's the way Satan is. He's a condemner. He's an accuser. God will never forgive you of that. Don't ever think about it. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's a liar. So we have to understand how powerful that is. He has no truth. We have truth. It's the word of God. Now, as you continue on, watch what happens. 
Look at chapter 3, verse 1. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. Now, watch what he really says. He says to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Tree in the garden. So he's already attacking the word of God. You can't trust God, Eve. And the woman said to the serpent, well, we may eat from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden. And she adds something which God didn't say, and you must not touch it or you will die. Now, look at the next statement. You will not surely die, said the serpent to the woman. What has he just called God there? Do you know what he just called God there? A liar. But who's lying? He is. There's no truth in him. You will, God says you'll die? No way! And the serpent said to the woman, For God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened. You'll be like God, knowing good and evil. So Satan comes... Looking good, very crafty, neat temptation. He comes as a liar and a deceiver. That's his nature. The first thing he lies about is God's character. Remember? His goodness. What he's saying is, you know what? I've tasted from that one tree that God says, no, it is the best fruit in the garden. (laughs) Your God's trying to keep good things from you. Now let's go back again. 999 goodies. One noe. Would you call that a stingy God? No, he came to give us what? Life and life abundantly. He's a generous God this morning. Now look at the next statement. He lies about God's word. He says, you can't trust God. Did God really say that? No, there's no way you're going to die. And I don't think God even said that. Eve. Think about it. Maybe you heard him wrong. I want you to write these two huge statements down. This is why we're in church today. Number one, Satan hates God's word. He hates it. And he loves to dilute it, distort it, and deny it. You see, truth brings change. Truth brings life. And Satan knows the word of God is powerful. People will get saved because of the truth of the word of God. Not because of a pastor, because of the truth. It goes right to our heart. Remember that Satan is a liar, but God's word is all true. So what do we have today? We have a lot of churches that basically, uh, they call themselves a church, and here's what they say. Pastor Mark, as I kind of look at the Bible, uh, you know, you can't believe that. You can't believe that. That's okay, but you can't. Just update your Bible. Come on, get a revision that's up to time. Match what's happening in our world. Really? No, this outlast our world. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God remains forever. So we're not going to dilute it. We're not going to deny it. We don't detrust it. We simply live by all of it this morning because that is truth. Lots of churches are closing around our world. You can't believe the thousands of churches that are closing every week. You know why they're closing? Because nobody's coming. Why are they not coming? They diluted the word so much that there's nothing left to learn. In other words, just go do your own thing. We don't do that here. We teach the word of God from cover to cover in this place, and we believe it. We believe it. Your eternal destiny, your eternal destiny depends on the truth of the word of God. Now, we know in the last days, Paul said to Timothy, Timothy, in the last days... Men and women will be lovers of self, selfie. 
And they'll say to the church, don't give me this Bible stuff. Tickle my ears. Tell me I'm going to be prosperous. I'm going to live forever. There is no heaven. There is no hell. Everything's fine. We already know that's coming. We have churches doing that today. Be careful. There's lots of great churches in our community that teach the Word of God. But you can't deny it. You can't dilute it. You can't move away from it. Now, Adam and Eve, we know, chose to disobey God. They chose to disobey God. And because of that, there were consequences. Now, Satan thought, because God had said it, if he can get them to sin, they will die. And that would be the end of mankind. But he forgot there's more than one kind of death. Here's what happened. Immediately, as God had promised, there did come death. But it was, first of all, spiritual death. Later, physical death would come to Adam and Eve. And since we're relatives, every one of you and me will also physically die. So what was the first death? And, and Satan didn't get this. It's spiritual death. What, death is simply separation. That's what the word means. So here's God. Adam and Eve were walking with God. They had a relationship with God. They, had, they loved God. They just enjoyed things. And that sin separated them from a holy God. Sin always separates. And man is trying to get right with God after that because it broke the communion that they had with God. So that's what happened immediately to them. Now, we know, as you watch through the scriptures, what happened. That not only affected Adam and Eve, but since there are relatives, the DNA of every man, woman, child was infected with the sin nature. So that means when you were born, when I was born, every person after Adam and Eve, not like Adam and Eve, they were born in the kingdom of God. Every one of us have been born in the kingdom of God. Satan. And we have to be born again. That's what Jesus said to Nicodemus. I have to ask God to forgive me of my sins or give you a chance to do that. You say, well, I I can handle that myself. No, you cannot handle it yourself. You're never going to be good enough. And that's what church is all about. Getting people to understand they need to change from the kingdom of Satan. Remember the outcome of the kingdom of Satan. To steal, kill, and destroy. Well, I think I'll just stay there. No, we already went through that. You need to get to the kingdom of God. Now, because of that, the next thing that happened was this. When Adam sinned in the garden, before he sinned, God said, you have authority over all the earth. You have authority. And he forfeited paradise. God was going to kick him out of it. And and the dominion of the world. And the world, we know from Ephesians 2, 2, the world was given to Satan. So he's the ruler of the world. Now, don't fear. God's still over him. But this is his domain. This is why we see what's happening here. And all the injustice, violence, disasters, death we see in our world is not due to God. It's due to Satan, demons, and the evil hearts of people who are ruled by Satan. There are two kingdoms at war for the battle of our hearts and souls. They are the kingdom of God and the kingdom of Satan. God didn't create us to be robots and follow His every command. He gave us a free will. He wants us to choose to follow Him. This is evident in the Garden of Eden. We have a choice to give in to the temptations of Satan or to follow after God. Every one of us has a choice to make. Social media is a huge blessing that most of us use every day. We want to encourage you to become our Facebook friend and follow our Twitter feed. 
At the Facebook page and Twitter feed, we post information about upcoming events, discipleship articles, and encouraging quotes that will inspire you in your walk with Jesus. Log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and follow the links to the Calvary Chapel Melbourne Facebook page and Twitter feed. Or simply search for Calvary CCM on Facebook or Twitter. We even have a specific Facebook page for the Vieira Campus. Simply search for Calvary CCM and you'll see the Vieira Campus Facebook page in the search results. Again, to like our Facebook page and subscribe to our Twitter feed, log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Again, our web address is LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time on Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark continues to tell us about the power of darkness. Satan has many names and they reveal how he operates. His names are liar, the evil one, the slanderer, the adversary, the tempter, the murderer, the accuser, the lawless one, and your enemy. Satan is a liar, but God's word is completely true. We can put our faith in that. We can trust what God and his word says. We wish we had more time today, but we will have to pick up where we left off next time as Pastor Mark continues teaching in our series entitled Living in Two Worlds, Visible and Invisible. That's next time on Lessons for Living. Our eyes have seen and our ears have heard His Word made flesh in a hurting world A new hope He is giving Lord, let us hear your lessons go.